0: Hello and welcome to the Small Business First podcast series. I'm Lucy Kippis, the editor of Flying Solo. In this week's episode, I'll talk to Jane Starkings, General Manager for Scott Pack in Victoria, about how our small business community should be tackling planning for 2021. But first up, we're joined by Sess Busby, editor of Koshy's Business Builders, for
1: a small business news wrap of the week. Welcome, Sis. Hey, Lucy. There's a a couple of key bits of news. Uh, The first one is the Small Business Ombudsman, Kate Carnell, and a bunch of other small business advocates like the Chartered Accountants of Australia, the Institute of Bookkeepers, et cetera, are calling for the government to include a small business viability review program in next week's federal budget. Um, What they're lobbying for is for the government to fund a subsidy that would allow small business owners to access professional advice about the viability of their business. And um, they want up to $5,000 to be made available for every small business owner who wants it to be able to access tailored advice from professionals about whether or not they should look at trying to turn their business around or whether they should call it quits because so many businesses are doing it tough right now. And um, Kate Carnell, the Ombudsman, says that accessing professional advice from an accountant or a bookkeeper is really the crucial first step that any small business owner needs to make right now about their future as we kind of continue to grapple with the ongoing fallout from the pandemic. Absolutely.
0: That's a really sensible idea to get on top of that. Yeah.
1: And then the next big news um as another piece of budget related news the pm scott morrison has kind of teased out a little bit of what's going to be happening in the budget announcements next week and that is that they've earmarked 800 million dollars to inject into assisting businesses to take advantage of digital technology that might seem like woohoo every business is going to get a slice of the pie but it's not really that it's more about the government fulfilling some of its promises that it had made earlier in the year about providing a supercharged business directory to make it easier for businesses to register and to cut red tape. So they've earmarked more than half of that money to go towards this new supercharged directory, which is going to amalgamate the Australian Business Registry with something like 30 other registries that are currently administered by ASICS. And then another like 250 plus million has been set aside for the expansion of the digital identity program, which is the one that allows businesses to interact with all the government agencies really easily online. And part of that will also be a new director identity number, which what the government is hoping will help them put an end to phoenixing, which is currently costing like something like five billion dollars a year because dodgy people are setting up businesses, taking people to the cleaners and leaving their employees and suppliers and other small business owners in the lurch winding up and like doing a runner and then basically opening up again as another business so by having this identity number it's the same number for anyone that registers as a director they have that number for life so it's going to be a lot easier for the government to track down these shonky operators that's the big news there and then the last thing I'm going to talk about is a bit of a silver lining for city of sydney businesses for the retailers operating who are doing pretty hard at the moment city of sydney is offering a free retail innovation program that they're running over the course of 12 weeks and what the aim of it is to give business owners insight into digital strategy customer acquisition retention how to financially model their business, looking at supply chains, working with teams, options for investors, all that kind of stuff. It's like a really intense um, course that they're hoping will help um, retailers get themselves back on their feet. And the applications for that are open at the moment. It's free, so I encourage any business owners that are in the City of Sydney local government area to head online to their website and check out the details and apply.
0: Definitely two really good um, incentives there for everybody to get on top of. Sess, thank you as always. Thank you. See you. With just three months to go until the end of 2020, cash flow is 100% front of mind for our small business community, as is planning for 2021. Planning is key here, and so is understanding the financial options available to small business owners. Jane Starkins is the General Manager for Scott Pack in Victoria, and she's here to share some key insights with our audience. Jane, welcome to Small Business First. Lucy, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. So, Jane, you lead Scott Pack's business in Victoria. What are you seeing in terms of your own business and with your clients in response to COVID?
2: Our business owners continue to inspire me every day. The passion and the resilience that they've had to keep going over this last six months has been really impressive. Business owners, particularly in Victoria, where we have been doing it pretty tough um, in our lockdown, are really finding new ways to innovate and survive during these challenging times. They're finding new markets with creating many products and revenue streams which are going to last with them post the COVID experience. And we're also seeing businesses help each other out a lot more because the sense of community amongst SMEs in particular is really growing stronger. So Scott Pack partners with over 1,200 wonderful businesses across Australia who on average are being paid by their customers four days faster in August compared to how, compared to how fast they were being paid in March. And over 300 of these customers are in Victoria alone, with Victorian businesses being paid on average three days faster. But we are seeing many businesses who are doing it really tough, and we do need to continue to get our collective arms of help around these businesses to ensure that every business has a good chance of not only surviving COVID, but really being able to thrive on the other side.
0: That's great. So now we're officially in a recession and JobKeeper has just ended for many businesses. What are you most concerned about for small businesses looking to the future?
2: Without a doubt, our biggest concern is the growing number of delayed payments. We, we are worried that some businesses might be making decisions today, which inadvertently might make their future harder and not easier. All businesses are currently being very cautious about their spending and whilst broadly this is a very good thing we are seeing quite a few businesses with a really fast growing pile of unpaid bills and this is something that we are encouraging all business owners to give more attention to because just because a debt hasn't been paid for doesn't mean it doesn't exist and we want to avoid that future day where all of these unpaid bills become due and payable in the same week. So there is still a bit of support available out there at the moment with JobKeeper extending for some businesses and also rent relief um, available. So we do think that there is merit in either business owners making a dint in these unpaid bills now or at the very least, having a plan for how they're going to pay them in the future, because a well-understood problem is often a problem half solved.
0: That's very true and excellent advice there to keep an eye on the bills at the moment and yeah, keep that in mind. What are some of the steps our small business community can take to help prepare and to turn things around? A great one. Now, Hard to do, easy to say,
2: but the first step is really try not to become overwhelmed. The the simple art of making a list of everyone that you need to pay and then another list of all of the money you have available either through cash in your bank account or, or money that you can borrow is a really powerful and helpful first step. Because in making this list, you've actually created a budget for for your business. And this kind of preparation can then give business owners more time to capitalise on future opportunities, which will present, as well as more time to solve any challenges which they may encounter. Another great step business owners can take is to have a committed plan in place so that you can press go as soon as you need to do that. Now, businesses sell to their customers with confidence because they don't start looking for a supplier only once a customer has placed an order with them. And the exact same works for money. SMEs can face their future with a lot more confidence when they partner with a finance company who can provide them with a committed funding line which they can have in place, but only pay for it when they need to use it. And there are many solutions out there like this in the marketplace, including Scott Pack's Cash Connector product, which was created to solve this this very need. One of the last steps we're seeing is, and it's something that we continue to remind our over 1200 business owners to take, is to be brave and to really back themselves. Now, business owners are some of the bravest people we have in our society. They started their businesses because they saw a need and they took action to solve that need. They created jobs and livelihoods for themselves as well as other people in our society. And during these tough times, where there are some tough decisions that do need to be made, business owners need to continue to believe in themselves to write the make, to make the right decisions. So whether that be to stop selling to an unprofitable market or to ask their key customers for a 2% pay rise, or even to try to squeeze some more efficiencies out of how they produce their products.
0: Why is cash so important for small business owners?
2: One of my favourite sayings, and it wasn't mine, of I've got it from someone else is cash is king and it is such a well-used quote because it really is true like cash is one of the most powerful things you can have in your business because cash gives business owners the freedom to grow their business and the freedom to negotiate so this negotiation could be a better price for uh, for your raw materials by offering to pay cash on delivery terms or you might be able to buy in bulk and therefore reduce the overall sort of individual unit price of, of what you're buying if you do buy more. Cash also allows business owners the ability to act really quickly on opportunities. So to expand into a new market, to buy a competitor, or to even take on a new client. We know that That growing can be really costly with growing too quickly one of the leading reasons why many businesses run out of cash and fail and it sounds heartbreaking like to have a business fail because they didn't have access to enough money to fund their growth which they've worked so hard to find And that's why finding a flexible partner who is there to grow with you as well as there to stand with you and to really lean in when times are tough is just so important for every business owner.
0: Such good advice, Jane. Do you then have any cash flow tips that you can offer our audience? Cash is a great lead indicator
2: of how well your business is running. Because if you are buying or making your goods and then selling them and then turning them into that sale and then into cash in a reasonable time frame, it's a great sign that your business is operationally fit and healthy. So as Australia's largest non-bank lender to, to SME businesses, we at Scott Pack get to see a lot of great businesses. And the best things that these businesses do is that they focus on the whole cycle. So from the moment they buy their raw materials to the time their customer pays for them. This is important for two reasons. The first of these is that it's important to know in each step involved in that process so that then you can factor in that cost for how much you sell your end goods for. It can be really easy to forget the, the hidden costs like the wages of your forklift driver or the electricity bill of your warehouse. But if these costs aren't factored in, you might find yourself agreeing to sell your goods for $10 each when it actually costs you $11 to make them, store them and to sell them. The second important reason to have this end-to-end overview is that It enables you and your team to sit down and to identify all those little 1% and 2% improvements which you can make because all of those improvements can add up to be a big increase in in your bank balance. Another great approach that we have seen in our over 30 years partnering with SME businesses is when business owners align everyone in their business to the same goal of getting to cash. Often we see a sales team incentivised on making a sale, and then another team are measured on how quickly they can turn that sale into cash. But when everyone is operating on the same goal and the same metric of delivering cash, not just a sale, we have seen fantastic results. And then this goes into our last sort of tip really use the experts in the field. If you are the best truck driver, but do not enjoy doing the paperwork side of your business, then partner with a business who will do this for you. And there are many asset-backed companies, like Scott Pack, who will send your your monthly customer statement, send you reminders, allocate your in payments to your invoices, and make collection calls to your biggest clients. And what this will do is it will provide you, the business owner with more time to do what you enjoy most, which is growing your business and therefore growing your cash balance.
0: Yeah. As you say, it's just a, a much better or more efficient way of using your time, isn't it? When we all know that small business owners are so pressed for time. Are there any types of finance that allow business owners to use assets that they might already have in the business? Absolutely.
2: As Australia's largest asset-backed company at ScottPack, we love reminding businesses that everything they create and own is an asset that can be used to help them unlock cash. So take a sale which a business makes as an example. Once the invoice is created, that invoice is such a powerful asset that can be used to release immediate cash into your business whilst you are waiting for your customer to pay you. This type of funding is called called invoice finance and one of its key benefits is that as your sales grow, your access to cash grows at the exact same amount. Also, if you use machines in your business, you can unlock cash by using those machines to access loans. Property can also be used. Either a first or a a second-ranking mortgage can be taken And another unknown asset can be your inventory. You can use your inventory, which is um, on the way to your warehouse. So it could be uh, on a ship um, making its way from overseas into Australia. You can use that inventory as an asset to unlock money to pay the supplier who you have just bought from. And all of these are called asset-backed lending solutions, and they all share the same benefit They grow with your business and they stay with you when times get a bit tough. They're really flexible and agile and most importantly, they're not linked to how much your family home is worth or how much you have left on your mortgage to pay, which is the case of so many traditional forms of financing that that SMEs are currently accessing from banks because... Now, more than ever, we really believe that business owners need to protect the family home at all costs, because the family home should be a place of comfort and happiness for your family, not your bank's get-out-of-jail-free card.
0: Very true. Is it important that um, we make sure our assets don't become a liability on our business?
2: An asset is something that has value and is available to help meet your debt and commitments. Whereas a liability is something that you are responsible for. So if your assets are not being used in a way to help you pay for your debts, they can really quickly become something else which you are responsible for. And we think that business owners already have enough things that they're responsible for, and they don't need any more, any more things to worry about. So the best businesses are those who actively look to turn their assets into cash either through partnering with a finance company to unlock the value in their assets or by reducing the parts of their business that tie up lots of assets but don't create a lot of cash because a high cash balance and not a high asset balance is the ultimate goal of all businesses because cash pays bills, not assets. So if your assets are not converting quickly into cash or being used in a way for your business to generate cash, they can quickly become another thing that you need to spend money on to store, maintain and keep safe.
0: Jane, you've just spoken about the importance of being prepared. Are there types of fundings that small business owners can put in place at no cost just in case?
2: Being prepared is the most important thing because having no plan is having a really bad plan and there are so many solutions out there at the moment which are available to business owners and one such solution that scott pack has is called cash connector and this was created to help businesses with the exact environment that we are currently in because we believe businesses need more help not more costs at this at this time so solutions like cash connector can be set up really quickly and at no ongoing cost if the facility is not being used. Cash Connector sits there waiting until a business owner needs to use it. It also talks to to a business's accounting package, which means there is very little additional information that a business owner has to provide. So it gives business owners all of the comfort and forward planning that they that they need to be able to act on sort of quick payments like I've got to pay wages tomorrow or I've got to buy some extra stop next week, but without the additional costs of having to pay for something that they're just not using every day.
0: And how important is it for us as business owners to communicate with our suppliers and with our funder?
2: And the most important thing is to partner with a company who you trust, whose values are the same as yours, And who you know is going to weather the good and the hard times with you. We spend so much time carefully choosing our partners, our friend, our boss, our football team. And choosing our business partners is the exact same decision to make because it is just as important. Because the right choice can be the X factor to help grow your business. A partner who understands you is able to make really quick decisions. And when that decision can be the difference between you buying inventory or taking on that new client, the timing of that decision is really important. We always say businesses should view themselves as a little village, and villages are most successful when everyone in them has a shared goal. So, from a finance perspective, what does that mean? As a business owner, you want to be able to connect with your relationship manager. Do you trust them? Can you ask them for advice? Um, Do you think that they genuinely are there to want to help you solve their problems or are they there to help you solve your problems? We recently had a client who discovered that they had a problem with how they were tendering for work. They had been materially underquoting They were losing money, they were embarrassed, they felt silly that they hadn't realised it and they weren't sure how to best approach it with their clients. But due to the trusting relationship which we had, they felt comfortable coming to us and we were able to work through it together. We talked through this situation and a problem shared really is a problem halved because we were able to focus not on what went wrong but what had they learnt and then we could share some tips that we've seen and also used ourselves in our business to resolve difficult conversations. And it was a great win because not only was the client able to employ some new strategies to help turn around their business, but through sharing their challenges, this business owner no longer felt like they had to carry their worries alone.
0: Such an important element, especially at the moment for our community. Jane, you have a pretty excellent background in finance. You're a director of the Turnaround Management Association and a chartered accountant. You also have big four accounting experience. What's the most important thing that you think business owners should be focusing on right now as we hurtle towards the end of the year?
2: Having a plan in place and partnering with suppliers and funders who want to help grow your business. Many people say that they do want to help you and your business, but business owners need to find the people who really want to walk this talk. For business owners to partner with people who want to give you a genuine, authentic, relationship and help you and your business survive and thrive because business owners need flexibility understanding and a commitment to grow they don't need restrictions unnecessary costs and endless questions from an unnamed credit to partners business owners deserve partners who believe in their business as much as they do
0: jane thank you so much for sharing all of your insights with us today thank you so much
2: lucy